0: Welcome to Skills in Action. This is Stephanie Redcross West from Vegan Mainstream, and I'm here to ignite your entrepreneurial spirit and guide you on a journey of growth and success. I'm thrilled to have you here because it means you're ready to take your business to new heights. You're seeking growth, improvement, and that extra push to make things happen. Well, my friend, you've come to the right place. So get ready to be inspired challenged and motivated. This is your nudge, your invitation to soar. Together, we'll unlock your full potential and make your entrepreneurial dreams a reality. It won't always be easy, but it will be worth it. I promise. So let's dive in and make magic happen. We live in such a public world where everything we do feels like it should be shared. It should be, you know, posted online. It should be captured in the moment, especially by our phones. And what can happen at times is we can feel, especially as business owners, that we have an obligation to share everything, to share what's the inner workings, what's going on. We talk about things like authenticity, and we're constantly trying to give people insight into who we are, what we think, what we bring to this industry, and how we're going to help people. That times, it can be exhausting. I mean, just straight up, tiring. And it can also keep you from living in the moment. And what I mean by that is it can keep you from being a person that can enjoy life. And I know it may sound kind of weird for me to say that, but when your business life creeps too much into your personal life, you can't find the boundaries. You can't find the line and you can't find the space at times to sometimes be you. And that's what today's episode's about. How do we make sure we set those boundaries? How do we ensure that there's a private moment, private times for you? And at the same time, you're still getting out there, getting in the public, talking to people and connecting with people, but doing it in a way that's healthy and a way that also keeps your sanity. Lesson Focus targeting audience and what phase of business you are in we're going to discover that in this next segment every time i do a podcast every time i'm teaching i want to help people understand who it's for often i'm going to talk about people who are starting their businesses growing their businesses and scaling their business and what's unique about today's episode is this is something that's so important for everyone. However, the interpretation of it will be different. So when you're starting out, if you're a person that's just kind of building your business, this is critical that you start to think about this. Because when we're in the beginning stages of running our businesses, often we live in the extremes of the world. We live in the extreme of where we just share everything and we think everything we do is interesting to our audience and everything we do should be just out there on display. Or we're in the other side. We're kind of trying to keep our secrets tight. We're trying to make sure that we're working on our business. Sometimes we get so deep into our business that we forget to kind of open up, talk to customers, talk to prospects, get out there and live in the world because we're just so busy. And what I want you to do, if you're kind of one of my people that are starting a business, is to really sit down and write down what will you share publicly? What information is important for you to capture and what you won't do? Because what can happen is you can go to dinner with somebody and instead of enjoying the moment, sitting down, having a great time, enjoying the conversation, you can spend half of your time trying to get the right shot of your meal, getting a shot of their meal, you know, taking shots of the Restaurant. And what happens is the people who are there with you physically at dinner are put on hold for a future moment. They're being put on hold so that your public audience, your community, your potential, and even your customers can feel like they're there in the moment. But unfortunately, the people who are there in the moment they've been kind of brushed to the side. And I don't believe that's a way we should all be living. Now, I'm not saying that never take a photo. I'm not saying never do these things. I do believe there is a role for these. There are times to do this. But what we have to remember is that we have to have times to turn it on and to turn it off. And I think when we run our businesses, it's very hard to kind of moderate when we should be doing what. And the best way to do it is to write down what are the rules. I mean, you're the boss. Remember, you started this business. You're running this business. Maybe you're the manager of this business. And in that role comes great opportunity for you to set the standard. And what I think people do is they forget or miss this opportunity to say, hey, this is how I'm going to do it. Meaning when I go to dinner with family, don't take pictures. When I go to dinner with close friends, don't take pictures. When I go to dinner with colleagues, do take pictures. Or you may have a favorite restaurant that you go to or two restaurants you go to, and those are the restaurants that you'll share information for, but other restaurants and other experiences you don't. I think it's really important that you kind of scope out when are you at work? Because otherwise you are clocked in and working all the time. Now, I didn't want to forget about my folks that have been growing their businesses for a while and scaling your businesses because you may be like, well, I already kind of got a rhythm or I'm already doing social media and posting and sharing all this stuff. So why is this episode relevant to me? The reason this is relevant is because you might be at burnout and don't even know it. You might be at a phase where you're feeling like, I can't keep up with all of this. And the response sometimes is, oh, I'll just hire someone to do it. But the reality is, you really might be in a problem state. You may be in a place where it's not that someone else has to do it. It's that you're doing too much. You're going overboard and you're headed for a place where you're going to be creating these like stress pockets in your business. And instead of your business growing into a business that can sustain itself, growing into a business that doesn't require you to push every button to make everything happen, you start to maintain these habits that are good. They're important. I don't want to make it sound like I'm diminishing them. It's just that it can get to a point where you have to sometimes question the return of all the effort. You have to question, does it make sense? Now, some of you will hear that and you'll be like, oh, Stephanie told me I don't have to do social media. That's not what I'm saying today. What I'm really saying to you is that you have to take some time to evaluate it. And posting five days a week versus three days a week, what's the difference in the results that you're getting? And if you find that you can get similar results with three days a week, that means those are less videos you have to shoot or an edit. Those are less photos you have to take, less posts you have to do. And I think at times when we're running our businesses, we just kind of keep doing what we're already doing and assuming that if I keep doing what I'm doing, this is what got me here. This is what made me successful. I gotta keep doing it. And that's not always the case. We have to evaluate. We have to take time and take a moment to look at what's going on and say, I need to make a change. All right. And sometimes you have to take that change just for your sanity. Sometimes you really have to make sure that you have places to enjoy yourself as well. I mean, just because you're on all these different platforms doesn't mean that every platform is fair game for the public. I mean, I personally keep my Facebook profile as really a place I talk to my friends and talk to people that I know. So I don't really post a lot there. I really wanna have a space where I can be social in my life, And not necessarily have to have the like vegan mainstream approach to communicating and talking. I don't want my even friends to feel like when they're talking to me, when they're seeing things that I'm posting or I'm sharing, that it's always through this like company lens. I want them to feel like it's just through my eyes and how they see me. So how do you figure this out? Like how do you kind of... I would say compartmentalize, but how do you sit down and say, what am I going to share publicly? What am I going to keep in my private space? And what are the benefits of doing that? So the benefits, the biggest thing I want you to realize when you start to make room, to start to make space for you personally is what happens is, and this is important in social media, but honestly, this is way beyond social media because this happens with going to conferences, going to events, or even bumping into people on the street. I'm not really a famous person necessarily, but I bump into people all the time at restaurants. I go travel and I see people and it's a different experience. You know, if I bump into somebody, I want to sit down and talk with them. But if I bump into them and I happen to be on vacation with my family, I still want to to enjoy my time with my family. It doesn't mean that I have to like turn into, you know, Stephanie Red Cross West and vegan mainstream. I wanna be able to spend some time with someone I meet, but at the same time, I want my family to have me and have time with me. So what you're really trying to do is you're trying to allow the people that are truly in this close circle in your life, the people that are really connected to you, You're allowing them to still connect with you on a personal and private level. What can happen at times when we run our businesses, we start to define ourselves as that business person. And we start to take on this like persona of what the world expects of us, what the world wants to see us as. And then we start to bring that into the personal space. And that's when like personal relationships become difficult. That's when, you know, relationships with spouses and partners, children, brothers, cousins, aunties, you know, everyone starts to get muddy because what you've done is instead of kind of showing up as you, you start to show up as your representative of you. And at times those expectations can kind of creep in over time and you don't even realize you've shifted. You haven't realized that you've moved kind of to this consolidation of you and your business. And the reality is there's always a separation between you and your business. There are things that you discuss, there are things that you learn, there's things that are interesting to you, things that maybe make you a little bit awkward, different, strange, unique, all those beautiful, beautiful things that make you that don't necessarily have a home on the business side. And that doesn't mean those things aren't amazing and beautiful. I don't want you to push those things down. I don't want you to kind of say, well, they don't work in my business. They don't work when I'm on stage. They don't work when I'm in a conference. So therefore, what can happen is they can get discarded. And the reality is they should not be. You really need to make sure that all the things that make you this beautiful human who can connect with people, who can feel emotions, who can stumble and fall down and get back up, who can motivate people, make people laugh, you know, a person who understands people's personalities, or maybe you're a person that's really a quiet soul, that is still valued in your life. And even if it may not be the asset on the business side of the ledger, I want to, I guess, inspire you today to realize that it is still an asset for you in your business. Picture a place where you can go to connect with other vegan entrepreneurs, learn and practice new skills to grow and scale your business, take courses to deepen your learning, ask questions and get live feedback from industry experts and more. That place is skills. If you want to propel your vegan or plant-based business to the next level, join us today for our paid membership. Not ready to upgrade? No problem. Please continue to enjoy this free podcast. So, let's talk about this lesson. Let's talk about the practical things that you should be doing. Let's talk about the actual activities that you should be engaging in. I'd probably say the number one thing that you want to really think about is how do you step away from social media? How do you step away from the things that you feel like you ought to do and have to do in the public? And how do you kind of have a space and time to be able to turn these things off? And what I mean by that is sometimes it's a literal, a literal thing. Like, can you turn off your phone? And I don't mean turn off your phone because I know you may have someone who's counting on you, a family member, maybe of have kids or something like that. You want them to still be able to get in touch with you. But turning off maybe the notifications for your social media accounts so they're not getting all these pings and dings and actually unplugging from social media a lot of people will do a detox a lot of people will step away for a week every now and then and the key here is this is something that you should put into your standard strategy this should give you time and space to think about like why am i even posting what am i posting about You know, am I working too much? Am I spending too much time posting versus spending enough time with my family and my friends and people that are important to me in my life? And it's hard to answer that question if you're always posting and taking pictures and online and, you know, scrolling through Instagram every night before you go to bed or as soon as you wake up in the morning. It can be hard to do that self-evaluation when you're inside the, the blender in a sense. <laughs> and what I want you to do is I want you to start to think about how do I step out? How do I create that opportunity where I step out? And creating that opportunity when you step out can be really basic things. It may be on the weekends that you don't check social media. You give yourself that break on a consistent basis. The other thing I like to do is I like to take a break from capturing the information, capturing the things that I need to do on social media. So it's not just physically being on social media, but it's like the work that you're doing to make sure that you have the, you know, pipeline of content and you're constantly sharing. A lot of times I'll say, you know what, at this dinner this weekend or for the next couple of weeks, I'm not going to take photos. I'm not going to capture things. I'm just going to live in the moment. I'm just going to put some things straight in my memory bank and that's it. And being able to practice that can make a huge difference in you identifying if you're burnt out, determining if you're headed in the wrong direction, but it also gives you time to reflect. And what can happen when you're running a business, you just don't have time. You barely have enough time to get things done. So what happens is you don't have enough time to reflect. The other thing I want you to think about when you're trying to identify what you do in your personal or what are your private boundaries versus the business side of things. I often like to sit down and figure out like, what do I do when I'm not working? What's important to me when I'm not working? And I don't mean, okay, you got to run to the grocery store and pick this up. I don't mean the chores and the activities that we have to do, but what do you enjoy doing and how are those things set up in your life so that there's space for them? And I bring this up mostly from personal experience is that what I found is I ended up getting really boring. And not that I'm so super exciting now. (laughs) I still have so much work to do. But I became a little bit of a boring person because everything I did was the company. All of my activities and interest and research and time was just so deep into the business. And this is probably maybe in the case for many of you who are growing your business and scaling your business. Because when you have success, when your business is often doing well, It can really just consume all your time. And then what you find is all you're doing is waking up, getting the basics done, eating, sleeping, going to work, working, sleeping, you know, cooking, working, you know, having dinner. Got your phone right next to your plate so you can catch any notifications. And you are... Blending your life so much that at some point you don't have independent outlets, you don't have independent sources of joy and excitement and so forth. Now, gosh, as I say this out loud, as I'm talking to you guys, it sounds so sad. I'm like, I don't think I felt sad. Like I didn't feel bad while it was happening. So I I say that to you because you may be hearing me and be like, I don't feel like that. And I don't feel like that at all either. It's just that when I took these breaks, when I took time off. When I started to do things where I had time to reflect, then I realized that, whoa, I was deeper than I expected. So what I want you to do is start thinking about what do you do outside of work? What interests you? What inspires you? What do you spend your time on? What feeds your soul outside of your business? And making sure you have those items and then also making sure that you keep those items close to you. But the idea is that if you want to learn a new skill, you want to start skateboarding, you don't have to share that on social media in your business. That can be something just for you. If you're trying to, I'm trying to think of some cool new skills. Um, I think I've mentioned this before in some of my podcasts. I love board games and I forgot how much I love them. So I'm spending more and more time learning different board games. It's a lot of work because there's just so many rules to these board games, you know, outside of the ones I grew up with. And I'm enjoying it because it's something that's for me. And it doesn't mean that every once in a while I might not, you know, drop a photo and say, hey, I checked out this game or I was inspired this weekend by this game. But for the most part, I'm not sharing my journey with people. I'm not expressing what I'm learning, how I'm doing it, how I'm finding the games, blah, 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 blah. A, I think some of this stuff just Maybe a little bit off brand. And B, I do want to have activities and things that I do that I enjoy, my family enjoys, my family experiences, people who are close to me know about it and know that my interests do not have to be kind of one in the same with the business. And then the final thing I want you to kind of take away from this lesson, and as you dive into more of the details, once you get into skills, I want you to start to think about how do you build this business side of you separate than your personal side of you in a way that allows you to be intimate, be authentic, but not disclose everything. Because I feel like, you know, the personal side of who people are is a really interesting thing, how people think, how they approach things how they, you know, put their own perspective on things. Because if you think about on social media, at times I'm scrolling through and I feel like people are using the same phrases, people are using the same perspective. And some of that's, you know, things that are on trend and all that. But the reality is for you to stand out in your business and your brand, you don't want to just look like everyone else. You don't want to kind of live in the world of what people expect you to be on Instagram or expect you to look like on Instagram. So you do need a level of content that you're sharing that is you, that makes your business or brand unique, that allows people to get to know you. So what I highly recommend is to sit down and think about what are the stories or what are the vulnerable moments that you do want to share? Because I think at times when we think that we have to let people kind of into our inner circle we think we have to like blast the door open and people can just walk around and check out and see anything. And that's not the case. You don't have to be this kind of like a hundred percent, you know, I live in a glass house and everyone can see everything I'm doing kind of view. But I do think it's important to find vulnerable moments. One thing I love talking about, I do these series every once in a while, where I call them like failure Mondays. And I talk about what it's like to fail at something, what it's like to not be successful at a project or a promotion or a campaign or something that I really thought would work, something I put my heart into. And I like sharing that because I'm not trying to create sad moments. I'm trying to show the practical side of things. I'm trying to help people see that Ian and all the great things that I've done, there's some stuff that just didn't work. And I had to learn how to build that skill around it. I have another series I love to do on social media that's called How I've Grown. And I used to struggle with sharing this because I felt like it was a little personal. But what I end up doing is there's things that I've grown personally, like, you know, being married really teaches you a lot about yourself. So there's stuff that I've grown, like about my marriage, about my family, about living, you know, in In Florida, especially a girl who's, you know, from Philly and, you know, living, you know, it's just a difference between living in Florida and living in Philly or, you know, even all the places that I've lived in the world. Those are things that I've grown and how I've changed over time. But that's me on the personal side. On the professional side, there's growth there. And what I've found is, yes, there's things that I've grown on both sides of the fence, but I only want to really share the professional side. Number one, I think it's more relevant to my audience. And number two, it's still an intimate portrayal of what I'm doing. It's still something that, you know, still makes me a little nervous when I share. It still makes me cringe a little bit like, oh gosh, I'm telling people I really think and what happened to me and how I felt about it. And I think it allows me to still be, you know, open and allow people in, but I feel like. It works really well for me to be able to say, this is on my professional side versus my personal side, because now I have that boundary. I have a way to do it. And I really find if I wanted to give you one key activity to do, one key thing to do, especially as you're thinking about social media, email marketing, all type of content where you're going to be sharing your wisdom, your advice, your recommendations, I would recommend sitting down and coming up with categories of information that you want to share so that you have information that is, you know, authoritative or information where you're in the driver's seat, where you're explaining things to people and teaching people because, you know, you have to teach and show your expertise. But I also think it's important to have categories of content that you share that are that professional personal, you know, that professional insight, that professional behind the scenes, that professional transparency. And I find by coming up with categories of social media content, coming, coming out with types of emails where I share my perspective. We have an email that we call the buzz. And the buzz is an email where I'm really just telling people what I'm doing, what I'm thinking about, what's happening, and how these things are kind of buzzing around me and reshaping my life, my perspective. But doing it from a professional standpoint, not necessarily deep, deep, deep into my personal life. So that's what I want you to do. Think about what those categories are. What are those topics? And what are some of those things that still may make you uncomfortable, but they are things to share. So like I said, my big categories are how I've grown. My big category, oh, I've done things where I've done a timeline. So I showed people over the years what, how different I was over the years, like I mentioned, my Failure Monday series and so forth. So if you're looking for more categories, just let me know in the comments, whether it's in the community or just shoot me an email and I can show you some of the other categories that we use. But think about this as you're moving forward. It's time for a walk, run or sprint. This is our segment where we break down the strategy and talk about how you should implement it. As we're wrapping up this episode, I always love to talk about how do you implement these strategies? How quickly should you put it in place? Is this something that you're going to sprint and get it done as fast as you can or you're going to walk your way there? Honestly, this is something I feel like is more of a walk. It requires so much of a behavioral change in you that it's not something you can just flip the switch on. It's not something you can just say, tomorrow I'm going to do this or I just want to get this done. It really does require you thinking about how and what content you want to share. It takes time for you to think about those categories that I mentioned. It takes time for you to get a perspective around what do you really consider personal versus professional, especially for people who've been in business for a while because the lines are probably a little bit blurry. Or maybe for you guys who are newbies, you're just kind of feeling like, I don't know, I mean... I guess I can share anything. Like everyone feels like anything and everything would be fine. And the reality is you will test different content to share and different information to share, but you need boundaries. You do need a place for you. And I want you to be able to morph into a more effective strategy and sharing content that you're comfortable with, as opposed to just stopping and starting, as opposed to feeling like you're depriving yourself. Also, I know some of you out there, when I say something like turning off your phone, taking a week off from social media, you know, you might've just like shook a little bit in your seat. <laughs> and I get that for some of you, it is your lifeline. It's a way that you know what's going on and you're connected to what's happening and you're communicating and talking to people and so forth. And it's going to take some time for you to integrate into your process, a way to take breaks, whether it's a week off every now and then, whether it's the weekends off, But it's so important that you start to add this in. So I want you to spend some time after this episode and write down what makes sense for you. Now, I don't want you to spend forever. I don't want this to be, you know, this isn't a six month project, but this is something where I want you to build your plan probably within the next 30 days. And then as far as rolling it out, I'd probably have you roll this out, these changes over two to three months Because you need some time to put this in place, especially if you're going to take week breaks or you're going to do weekend breaks from social media. If you're going to do like breaks every now and then, what a lot of people do is like every 90 days, they'll take a week off. That's another way to implement this strategy. So I really want you to turn this into something that's lasting. So put the plan together fast, but roll it out in a walk mentality. (music) So maybe today's training, maybe today's episode inspired you and you're like, okay, I need more of this information. Now, I actually went into a lot more detail than I expected in this episode. So a lot of the stuff we actually covered, but I know sometimes it's easier to go in and read and kind of dive into this. So if you're one of my paid members, you want to jump into our community. And when you jump into our community, it's in the space under content marketing, and you're going to see the lesson where it talks about private or public setting boundaries for your Business. This is really one of those kind of episodes where we're talking about content creation, content process. I dropped three specific questions in there for you to ask yourself to help you through this process. I mentioned a couple of them in today's episode, but I really would recommend if you have access to our community to go in there and answer those three questions because it will help you determine if your lines are blurry and it may also help you determine or identify places that you can make changes to. Now, as we recap this episode, as we close things out and you're kind of saying, all right, you gave me a lot of information, you gave me a lot of background, even maybe Stephanie gave me a lot of personal stuff too, (laughs) which as you can see, I'm continuing to work on my boundaries as well. But I want you to really take away the idea that you deserve to have a space for you. You deserve to have a place in time where you can let your guard down, where you don't have to filter or be concerned about how you'll be perceived in the moment. We all deserve kind of that space where it's okay to just be in the moment and not be evaluated all the time. And what can happen is if we start to blend our lines, if we start to feel like everything we do is for public consumption. We can lose ourselves. We can lose ourselves in those moments. We can lose opportunities to enjoy times with friends, families, and loved ones. And what can happen is our businesses can consume ourselves. Now, this happens over time. It doesn't just happen overnight, but if you're starting a business, you start there, you'll end up there two years, five years, six years later. And I want you to avoid that burnout moment. I want you to avoid those moments where you just feel like, everyone's pulling at you. Everyone wants a piece of who you are, what you're doing and so forth. And the crazy thing about this, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, you know, many of us are the bosses in our organization, you know, and you think as the person who runs the organization, you know, we'd be able to set the right rules that keep you out of the danger zone, keep you from being stressed and pulled. And what can happen is we forget that this is a place where we need to put some guidelines in place. Now, The good thing about this is you put these guidelines in place, you can live by them for a year, for two years, three years. So the work becomes so valuable over time. It's just that you got to actually do the work. So don't, you know, skip this lesson. Don't think, oh, I'll get to it later. Oh, it's not a big deal. This is something to get done. And it shouldn't take too long, maybe an hour, an hour and a half. You can knock a lot of this out as far as the planning. The hard part is putting it in place. But if you have a plan, This is something you can revisit every few months or once a month and say, how am I doing? Am I getting this plan in place? And then hopefully once you get it in place, this will become your standard. It'll build kind of habits around creating these boundaries and you'll be back on track a little bit, maybe less stressed. And hopefully you'll feel more comfortable, you know, kind of in your own skin, as they say. And the people that matter to you most will have that true access to you that they need and the true access to you that you need so you can continue to be you and do great things in the world. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Skills in Action. I'd love to hear, what did you think? Did you have any aha moments? What got you fired up? Remember, if you're feeling unsure or like you could use support, I'm always here. You're not alone on this journey. We're in this together, supporting and empowering one another. Together, we'll overcome obstacles and celebrate victories. With a treasure trove of resources, unwavering support, and a network of like-minded individuals, you'll be amazed at the heights your skills and your business can reach. So don't hesitate to become a member and unlock our full potential of our school skills community. Visit our website and learn more about taking to new heights. If you're not quite ready, don't stress. There's no rush. Listen to a few more episodes before diving in and we'll be here ready to guide you every step of the way. This is an ongoing journey and an evolution and a process we're all committed to together. Once again, thanks for joining. Don't forget to subscribe and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.